Now back to more of the Steakhouse. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The 9 o'clock hour on this particular radio program has a sponsor, Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. It may be too late for me. It's not too late for you. Thanks so much for being with us. Follow us on social, at Drew Butler, at Steak Shapiro. A brand-new cheeseburger review yesterday on my social. Where'd you go? Went to Chattahoochee Food Works. Okay. Where our offices are. Yep, been there. And uh, there's a place called Patty and Frank's in there. A phenomenal burger spot. Went and reviewed it yesterday. Um, and uh, I had I had a I had a helper with me because otherwise I'm hammering at 11 a.m. a double cheeseburger with extra onions. I mean, it's not the way to start your Monday when you're trying to get back on track, yeah. right? After being away. But if you want to see some some meaningful commentary on Bill Belichick, and you want to see a meaningful cheesesteak, follow us or follow me on social media at Steak Shapiro. Drew Butler, what have you been spending the majority of your time on social? You're talking NIL lately. You're talking Georgia. You're talking uh, Georgia, NFL. NFL, NIL, certainly. Golf is back in the mix as well, which is always fun. I had more people talk about that golf story yesterday. Like, I had as many people talking about the kid who won from Alabama, Nick right? Nick Dunlap, Nick 20 Dun- years old, amateur. And it's $1.7 million that, that goes he, to number two. That's to right. You cannot, you cannot retroactively declare pro. So if you start a golf tournament as an amateur and you end up winning it, which has not happened since 1991, this kid did it. He has to forego $1.5 million. However... He does get a two-year exemption on tour. He does get a master's invite. If he wanted to turn pro this week, he's got a full schedule set for him for the next two years. No amateur has won a tournament since 1991. Phil Mickelson. You know what's fascinating about it is he won the American Express out in Palm Springs, but what is permissible now, and I don't know if this will happen or not, American Express could certainly sign Nick Dunlap, a college golfer, to an NIL deal and just pay him $1.5 million. I talked to some folks who were at that tournament. That sounds like quite the scene. Well, you know, it used to be the Bob Hope Chrysler Classic, a big West Coast pro-am. I know for a fact Ed Bastian played out there this past week. A bunch of other CEOs are out there spending time, and I'm sure the networking that goes on between the golf community and the business community is is a great one. So he's in for the Masters for two years, Nick Dunlap? He's in for the the Masters this year, this April. Because of the win. Because he won on the PGA Tour. Yeah. Anyway, great, great stuff. Follow Drew Butler along as well. And as I follow Drew Butler along, you have to follow his thoughts on the Atlanta Falcons. Nobody, I'll say two things. Nobody was probably tougher on Arthur Smith than Drew Butler, and nobody probably got it more accurate than Drew Butler, who I kept coming in here and saying we're going to win the division. I kept coming in here and saying, like, you know, we're going to be fine. We're going to host a home playoff game. I kept coming in here and saying there is light at the end of the tunnel, and you said it's not going to happen, and you put it on Arthur Smith and where the franchise was, essentially. And, of course, the quarterback situation as well. And Arthur Smith is not given another chance. 
So now, where is your head in terms of the Atlanta Falcons and the decisions they're about to make? We'll just back up for a second. The reason I was so critical of Arthur Smith is the way that I saw the Falcons come out essentially each and every week to me showed a lack of leadership and or a lack of preparation, which ultimately comes down to coaching. And what I mean by that, Falcons were a terrible first-half team. What I mean by that, Falcons never had three consecutive wins in the Arthur Smith tenure. What I mean by that, situational football, end of half, end of game, they'd turn the ball over, they'd never get it across the finish line. You just never felt like the Falcons took advantage of opportunities within games that then at the end of the game you could point back to and say, that decision right there helped them win that football game. The writing was on the wall. They didn't have a quarterback all season long, and I think you could easily point to the fact that Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot convinced Rich McKay and Arthur Blank Desmond Ritter is our guy heading into the 2023 season in which we all knew the NFC South was wide open, which it did end up being the worst division in NFL history from a winning percentage perspective. Yeah, and the the painful thing is Philadelphia was ripe for the taking. So Tampa Bay ends up two wins from the Super Bowl and really was playing, you know, uh, neck and neck with the Lions. And you sit back and go, you know, that's, the beauty of the NFL, yeah. they went on a run at the end of the year. They went six of their last seven, yep. Tampa Bay. And I, I love the way you put it. At some point, there's a meeting with your 81-year-old owner where across the table, Arthur Smith says, in a year that was the most critical for the Falcons, fans were over it, five straight losing seasons, didn't have any cap space, cap hell with Julio and Matt Ryan, all that stuff. Now we're free. Arthur says, this, this year is critical for us. And – They say, we have a plan. That plan is Desmond Ritter. Yeah, you live and die with your quarterback. Obviously, the loss at Carolina late in the season when your playoff hopes are right there, that kills. Then you go to Chicago, playoff hopes still alive, you get blown out, and then you lose. Who was the last game they lost to? New Orleans. Oh, my God. Just the worst game of the year. And by the way, Arthur said it at the press conference, the gap between expectation and performance, particularly offensively, you sign your whole offensive line, you draft B. John Robinson, and you don't hit 30 points the entire season. Mm. You never see a 30. All right, what's the formula to get into the playoffs and to feel like the franchise is on the right track? So you and I were on the morning after Arthur Smith was let go, which was around midnight that Sunday night of the New Orleans Yeah, that's the last time we worked together. I said it immediately, and I believe you agreed with me. The Falcons have to hire a head coach who has been a head coach, somebody with NFL head coaching experience. Given the talent or the roster that they have right now in Flowery Branch, but ultimately it came down to two names, which you and I said in the first 12 hours, Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick. I think the decision that Arthur Blank and Rich McKay and Terry Fontenot are now making between Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick is we're going one of two ways. Win now or build and we have a future. If Bill Belichick convinces Arthur Blank, Rich McKay, and Terry Fontenot that he's the guy, the Falcons are pushing their chips in the table, and you have a three-year window to go win now. Obviously, Bill Belichick has to convince these guys that he has a quarterback to come along with him. I think Bill Belichick and Kirk Cousins is a a good fit. I really do feel like that would be a good fit for a three-year window, because just a warning to all Falcons fans, if you get Belichick and Kirk Cousins in three years or less, we're right back to where we are right now. What about Justin Fields? 
who is not going to take you and cost you $40 million, right? What's Kirk Cousins going to cost you, $40 million? Yeah, and that'll be Some, fully guaranteed. Right. He's not going to sign any deal that's not fully guaranteed. So Justin Fields is still got two years in his rookie deal, essentially. Um, can you trade away the number eight pick, go get Justin Fields, and whether that is one of the two guys you mentioned, Bill Belichick or Jim Harbaugh, is that a better formula? Let me ask you this. You want Jim Harbaugh and Justin Fields, or you want Bill Belichick and Kirk Cousins? I want Jim Harbaugh and Justin Fields. There's no doubt about it. Look at the success that Jim Harbaugh has had in the NFL as a head coach. You remember who his quarterback was when they went to the Super Bowl? It was Colin Kaepernick. You could easily make the argument that Justin Fields is much more talented than Colin Kaepernick. Justin Fields' cap hit next year, if they trade for him, is $3.2 million. Think about that. Nothing. And then you have the fifth-year option. So what would probably happen is the Falcons trade a draft pick away. Would it be this year's number eight overall pick? Would it be a 2025 first-round pick? Would it be a combination of a two and a three and a player? I don't know. But what you do is you get Justin Fields. You sign him to a contract extension. You pair him with Jim Harbaugh. The Falcons are the odds-on favorite immediately in the NFC South next year. That's incredibly compelling. And I don't want to hear anybody tell me you don't know what the NFC South is going to be. Well, I know who the quarterbacks are going to be, and I would like the Falcons a lot in that situation. I'm going to tell you this. That stadium will be jam-packed on opening day. You know how many primetime games you get? Do you know how many season tickets you're going to sell? If you go tell your fan base, here's our new head coach, here's the slide, Jim Harbaugh with the headset on one side of the slide, Justin Fields and Bijan on the other side. The three of you up there, that's your marketing campaign, right? Yeah. And you say, we got Tyler Edgers, we got Bijan Robinson, we got Drake London, we got uh, um, uh, Chris Lindstrom and uh, Matt, uh, what is it? Matt Bergeron. Matt Bergeron, tremendous pick that He's was. He's selling Justin Fields jerseys Justin all over Fields, this city. Local kid, let me tell you something, they will have no issue getting the fan base back and believing that Prime we can make games, a run. And, hey, Arthur Blank, Rich McKay, Terry Fontenot, cut the check. Cut the check. Does Jim Harbaugh want to pick Atlanta? Let me just say this. Why, why wouldn't he? I keep yeah. hearing that. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, listen, I know this is Justin uh, Herbert in uh, Sandy in uh, LA. L.A. It takes one player to be, oh, now you have a quarterback, right? It's not like, I mean, you, you're in a Keenan Allen's getting older. Mike Williams can't stay healthy. Austin Eckler, he's some, a great piece. They have some serious cap issues. They're an aging team, a fan base that really is non-existent. Charger fan base Cut the is check. nowhere. Cut the check. Go get Harbaugh. We'd be excited for sure. When we come back, hey, uh, kind of a good story happening in Athens. We're going to talk to a member of the Georgia Bulldogs. I covered his dad, Jabri Abdul-Rahim's dad, Sharif Abdul-Rahim. He'll join us. Dogs having a really good year, maybe headed to the tournament. We'll chat with him. We'll talk uh, some more college football with Drew, some NAL conversation. It's all part of the fastest two hours in radio. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.